0: So this is a follow-up to my last podcast, but um, you know how Bitcoiners say that they really want Bitcoin to be stable eventually or to lose their volatility? And they don't really explain the mechanism on, you know, how they're going to achieve this. But they just say, eventually, when Bitcoin is in more hands future, when it's more adopted, it'll lose its volatility. Right? It'll lose its volatility. So currently in the market right now, the Bitcoiners are, you know, kind of coming out against algorithmic stablecoins. that are basically unbacked. Now, I'm going to argue that that's what they want to be in the future because they want, they, Bitcoin's not backed either. You can't redeem it for anything, you know, other than the price of dollars on an exchange. But that's not redemption. That's just, you know, exiting, right? And trading. Uh, and you know they want the volatility to go away well, well, that's the definition of a stable coin, so in the future, they want to be a stable coin or at least have low volatility. I realize they don't want a price fix, but they want to be stable enough where Bitcoin can become money in the future and I don't really explain at least I haven't heard the argument how this is gonna happen besides just more adoption you know in wider hands but i don't i don't I don't see the evidence for this. Um, so if you have an argument for how Bitcoin achieves this and how, if not only I want to know the mechanism on how Bitcoin would achieve this, but, um, how, how is this different than, than an algorithmic stable So, um, because they're both unbacked and they're both, they would both, rel, you know, be relatively stable, or at least that's the goal. So if you, my point is, is that if you think as a Bitcoiner that algorithmic stable coins um, just can't work, right? A lot of people are throwing around this argument. They just can't work. I mean, they don't see how it can work. Um, well, then how can Bitcoin work? Because Bitcoin is unbacked. And if you, you want it to be somewhat stable in the future, it's basically the same kind of product that you're, you're offering the market. So I realized that that algorithmic stablecoins have a centralized actor and that these things might be controlled through monetary policy. The Bitcoiners don't like that approach. But I'm asking you, what is the mechanism that you think you have with Bitcoin that allows you to come to this idea that Bitcoin will be stable in the future, or at least significantly reduced volatility? Now, they never really say how much volatility they're willing to accept in the future. Um, and I don't expect them to achieve tether like you know, stability, because they're not, you know, they're not calling out a number, right, that they want to price to fix Bitcoin at. But, you know, some people have said where they want Bitcoin to go. They said they want Bitcoin to be at 1 million a coin. You know, I, I think I've seen higher than that, you know, but but usually it's usually 1 million a coin um, in the long term. You know, maybe some people call for 250, 500, but I, I, the most I've seen is, was, is really 1 million. Maybe a crazy guy said 100 million a coin. But, okay. They want Bitcoin to achieve some higher level. And then they want it to plateau. Now, how are they going to achieve that plateau? Like, so they I think that they think that adoption will rise. And that once it hits like peak adoption, or where most people are now in Bitcoin, where they're using it, I guess, to either store value, speculate, maybe they think that at this point it's going to be a currency. Then it's going to reach like some plateau where people just Hold Bitcoin now, and they're no longer going to be speculating on the price. They're just going to be holding it, and then somehow it, it achieves stability through, I don't know, just, I guess, I don't know, actually, you know, like why would, at what point do people decide, I'm no longer a speculator on Bitcoin price, I want to use this in transactions, and I want it to be stable. Perhaps the market could decide that. And once it reaches, you know, if, if, if Bitcoiners can promote and come together on a price target, if they can say, hey, we want it to be a million and everybody sort of agrees that that, that's what their goal is. I think that the goal could be achievable if they just, you know, in theory, right? This is just speculation, but on my point. But if you come to a consensus in the Bitcoin community, it should be worth a million. And then come up with some kind of, you know, if if it achieves gold's market cap or, or, you know, do your hand wavy thing where you say, if, if all these people who could adopt Bitcoin would, and it, 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 and it reached this price, at that point, we're going to stop speculating, we're going to stop hodling it, and now we're going to use it in transactions. Now we're going to use it for, uh, for as money, right? Because I, I would argue that right now you can't really, it's not really used as money. Um, it's not really being used as a currency because it's not stable. So once you hit your target price as a Bitcoiner, then you need to change the narrative to no longer hodl, let's transact. But But how do you then keep that value from collapsing. How do you then keep that value stable? And that, I don't know. I don't know what their, um, their solution is for that. Maybe they do have a solution that I just haven't heard. Uh, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it, first they have to come to consensus sort of on what price Bitcoin should be at, which is almost impossible because everyone got, at it, got into Bitcoin at a different price. So how do you come to an agreement on that? And then how do you keep it stable? Because I think, ultimately, the Bitcoiners are going to have to figure out how to keep it stable. And if that really is their goal, one day to reduce volatility, then, to me, you know, I realize that certain details are different, mechanics are different, but, um, but how, do you, how are you different than algorithmically-based uh, stablecoin? So if anyone has any, any thoughts on that, I'd welcome conversation. An argument. Um, how am I wrong? What am I missing? Maybe there's a way that Bitcoin can achieve price stability that I just don't don't know about, uh, haven't heard of. Uh, but but this is just what I hear in the Bitcoin community: this idea that at some point we'll, we'll reach you know more price stability. Uh, but but how? I mean, if you don't think that algorithmic based stable coins can do it because they're unbacked. Um how how can how can bitcoin do it um, which has been on my mind lately since the the recent um collapse of the u s t project I don't really know how to to let someone um come and call in i I don't know if i have to push a button somewhere but uh feel free to 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 call in I don't know if you can do it on your side uh but but yeah how can um how can bitcoin achieve the stability i think that needs to be communicated i mean and i'd welcome i'm i'm welcome to ideas i don't have the answers and i don't know what's going to happen uh, but i'd like to know what they're thinking on how to achieve you know what price they're they're willing to accept is the, the top right what price should bitcoin be at and i feel i, I do understand that's sort of maybe a market decision um, but but once you go from hodling and, and speculating on price or store value maybe is a better word for it, you go from store value then to okay let's use this thing as a as a currency. That's a different um, mindset, right? That's a different mindset. You're not you're not looking for appreciation in price. You're looking for at least well you're not looking for for collapse either, right? That's the whole, why why it should be stable. Uh, but you're not necessarily looking for upside. You're looking to actually use this as a currency as a private currency, it can compete against others, but as a private currency. And I think that people will want Bitcoin if it actually can achieve some kind of stability, some kind of stability where people are are, um, convinced that it's it's gonna be at this price. And if they buy in, if they try to use it as a currency to pay people, make transactions, they're not gonna just lose their shirt, you know, from a collapse, you know, a rug pull, um, you know, like a significant decline. Uh, and I, I realize that the dollar does lose purchasing power, so I'm not a champion of the dollar. But um, but I think the Bitcoin needs to do better. It needs to significantly reduce its volatility. And I'm not a I'm not against algorithmic stable coins necessarily. I think that it's an interesting idea. I don't like people you know piling into them just to get rug pulled, but I think that they piled into them for different reasons because you know they they were interested in the Ponzi nature of it. But I think that they serve a purpose. And um, if you can if you can create an algorithmic stablecoin that's actually price fixed, that's, that's really a cool concept to think about. So I'm not against the concept. I just like to know um, how the Bitcoiners want to pull it, like, you know, how they intend to pull it off. Um, at the same time, they're sort of bashing algorithmic stablecoins that exist now. And to be fair, I'm not a proponent of those either. I think that the Ponzi nature of this UST, Luna, Terra type, whatever it was, was bad. I mean, obviously it didn't work, but how can, how can these algorithmic stable coins work? Because really Bitcoin is just an algorithmic unbacked coin. And if they want it to be stable in the future, they're going to have to figure out how to somehow stabilize this price. Okay. Oh, good. I have collars. Um, let's see. Oops. Hey Lindsay. How are you? Oh, oh good. Okay, I got it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is the first time I think I've popped on soon enough in order for you to take a call. So. Oh yeah. Well, right. no one no one comes in and then I just close. <laughs> I think you're on. Uh... Ah, oh, well. I thought he was on, maybe maybe he can come back. <laughs> um, I tried to invite him and then I accidentally clicked mute and then um, and then I heard him, but then uh, I don't know if he he just lost the connection. I've seen people call in before, but this is the first time I've tried to you know uh, invite someone up to speak. Maybe he'll come back or maybe I'll just wait. Maybe I'll just keep it open. <laughs> Hopefully when I publish this, the the um, blank time will be canceled out. Oh, maybe I was supposed to mute myself. <laughs> maybe that was the problem. Maybe when he was invited to speak, I should have muted. <laughs> maybe that's me. We'll see. Uh, okay. Oh, I clicked on you and I invited you to speak if you want to speak. <laughs> maybe that's what I have to do. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I hope he can come back. <laughs> Let's we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, so I talked about before um, that, you know, the reason why sort of Bitcoin, I think, was invented to some degree was, you know, we wanted to go off the, um, well, we went off the gold standard, right? And that allowed the Fed and um, the government to print all kinds of um, dollars, right, Uh, that were unbacked by like something real, and so they, could just, they just had free reign, right, to print as much as they wanted, uh, which is the reason, one of the reasons, not maybe not the reason, but one of the reasons why, you know, Bitcoin was sort of introduced. It was introduced during the, um, or after the financial collapse of 08, um, which, you know, we had the housing bubble. The, ho- the housing bubble was the main event of 2008, where um, cheap money fueled this bubble, you know, ha- housing um, then uh, created conditions in the market that, that led to um, failures um, at banks. And so the Fed stepped in, bailed them out because they could just print money. So no big deal for them. Um, and we should, have, we should have had like a deeper recession. We should have let all this malinvestment um, collapse. And we did, right? So how, like, if you look at a chart of housing prices, It sort of does a little dip in twenty twelve, and then it just goes back up. No, it just kind of barely does a dip. I remember buying a house in; it was literally uh, like twenty eleven ish, and um, yeah, it was supposed to be sort of the bottom of the market. Didn't time it like that, but it was. It sort of was like twenty eleven ish, twenty twelve, and then it just went back up. You know. And lately, I've been thinking, the last two years, I was thinking, you shouldn't buy a house because eventually all this stuff will collapse, at least in theory, like prices might decline. But I've, I've kind of been wishy-washy about the housing market because um, the prices might decline, but inflation is still sort of here. Uh, and if you can borrow cheaply, if you could lock in a good interest rate, um you know, perhaps, you know, housing would keep going up. But maybe there'd be better things that you could buy instead of a house um, that would retain purchasing power, et cetera, uh, or if you just want to speculate. Um, But, you know, what fuels bubbles, in my opinion, is the Fed printing money. And so, you know, I think that... I forgot how I got on this topic. I was just rambling at this point. Um, I guess he's not coming back. But um, cheap money fuels all these bubbles, in my opinion. And uh, bubbles are unsustainable because eventually um, they stop printing as much money as they have in the past. And these bubbles are only really sustained by cheap money coming into the market. And I I do think that's the same case with Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I do think it's a function of cheap money. And Bitcoin hasn't really seen a contraction. Bitcoin was introduced in 08-ish, right? And what did, what did we do? Like we didn't allow the recession, the natural you know, recession to flush out malinvestment, let housing really go down. We didn't allow that. It just took off. How much money have we printed since then? Has Bitcoin really been tested? Yeah, the Fed has sort of gone on small little tightening cycles, you know, 2017 or 18, whatever that was. Um, But but have they really gone hardcore tightening or have they really just kept expanding? In my opinion, it's just, it's kept expanding. So we haven't seen a real housing collapse. Why? Because we keep printing money. (laughs) And we haven't really seen, Bitcoin hasn't been tested either, in my opinion. Um, because we haven't really seen any kind of tightening uh, reduction in money printing um, at all. So um, I don't know how I got here. (laughs) Maybe Maybe I'll just leave it open just a little bit longer. Maybe he'll come back. All right. Well, maybe I'll close it for now and then maybe I'll try to try it again you know, later. <laughs> I think it's been a little bit too long.